This is Dr. Jacinta C.K., and welcome to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. We're airing live today, so don't forget to call in at 310-928-7733. Again, that's 310-928-7733. We're going to be talking today about some amazing stuff. Again, um, we air every day live, or I'm sorry, every Friday live from 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, we're, we're also powered by Sirius XM on G, um, by Genius Music. We're always going to bring you relationship information and strategy from our guests and in our research. Our show will always give you a generational perspective and real world opinions. Hello everyone. I'm Dr. Estella and, uh, we are airing live today. And I know you heard, uh, one of our previous shows, uh, concerning cyber bullying and, and, uh, I wanted to carry that conversation on further. Uh, because we are uh, in an area and a time in our life where we need to really watch and understand what our children are watching. And so we're going to continue the conversation to talk more about cyberbullying and also predators on these gaming sites. So, yes. uh, so yeah, this is a huge topic. And um, what we and want it's so huge that we're going to have to continue it next week as well. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, what, what we're just, yeah. So what we'll probably end up doing is talking more about the predator end of, of gaming, and then going to some of the other information. But whatever we're able to finish today, be sure to con- uh, t- tune in next Friday as well for another live talk on this because it is huge, right, Jay? Exactly. Yeah. So um, one of the things uh, we this is a kind of a personal topic for us uh, because we experienced some. A bullying online in the way of verbal abuse uh, by our my granddaughter and my daughter's daughter. And we thought it was very interesting that there was limited amount of things we can do. But there are um, some serious conditions and, 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 and the, the results when that happen with with children that are bullied and are um, abused online. And they even have a syndrome for it now which is interesting, which we'll talk about later. But first, before that, we're going to do a little bit check-in. Jay, how are you doing? I'm doing good. It's going to be a busy Friday. Um, I like that it's gotten cooler in California, thank Jesus, because I'd rather it be cold than hot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I can put on a sweater, but, you know, it's only so much clothes I can take off, clothes I can take off legally and wear outside. Yeah. So, um, please it's do definitely, that. Please mindful. Um, mindful of that, please. I'm very mindful of that. So it's a lot better. Um, I totally am very excited about the weather now. And I'm excited about for today because my daughter's going to have her first major art show. And she's the youngest person they've ever um, decided to have in this show. So I'm excited about it. So how about you? Oh, my God. Well, you know, that's my um, excitement, too, because I am all about the arts, music, and and 
paint, paintings and poetry and writing. So this, my daughter, my daughter fulfilled my dreams because she's into the um, lyric writing my and singing. And, and then my granddaughter is carrying on the tours with the RC. And, uh, and then I'm the Which writer. Which is so funny because that's yeah. something that I used to love to do. So it's yeah. awesome to see her talent is much better than mine. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. well, I so. think different it's different talents I, I, I just love that we're able to experience the arts and we're going to do that today um and it just it just is a wonderful it's wonderful to be able to do that so i'm a, i'm a good but good. Um, <clears throat> good so um so today's going to be a good day this topic is a, is kind of a uh, Sad one. I, it's I a little bit of a downer, right? Put it down, but we can make it positive. But uh, one of the things we're also going to do is provide you with some resources that you can tap into. And you can also always call us, too, because we're um, mother and daughters and we know and we're we are really researchers. So if you need to find out information or have support you need, just call us and we can give you get you to the right site. But anyway, there is a we know that cyberbullying and uh, we know that cyber predators are available online, but we really don't know how much. So there is this, uh, and the result of this cyberbullying and this causes a condition called adverse childhood experiences. Yes, it's a condition for everything. And that makes sense, right? Because when a child experiences a dramatic event that can be negative in their childhood, it lasts, the lasting effects on their health and well-being go on to adulthood. Um, and we know that, right, from seeing some of the conditions that uh, some of the way adults play out, you know, we see that. Right. So this trauma, a lot of times people think the trauma is physical, but it's also psychological. Um, it's And it can affect, uh, you know, them to the point that they can commit suicide, they're mentally ill, or they are in prison for criminal offenses because they don't know any better. Right. So... One of the things that can cause this is this whole gaming, or one of the things is, that is thought to cause this is gaming. Now, interesting enough, and Jay, Jay you'll, you'll love these statistics, but interesting okay. enough, um, on uh, they found that not as much violent acts are thought of are caused by gaming. <laughs> so. It says, one of the statistics I found, and now here's another thing to keep in mind. Some of these statistics start from 2015 and go up to now. So they're very, they're current, but I'd love to see what's in 2017, which I hadn't seen a lot of. But they said sales of violent games have significant incre- increase while violent juvenile crime rates have decreased. Mm. What do you think about that one, Jay? <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, I, from game in particular, I think that it's like everything. Um, sometimes statistics can not get the full view depending on the people that you have interviewed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will so say, I don't know if this was a thorough games. study. <laughs> yeah, but I will say that our kids play games and yes. they're not violent. <clears throat> exactly. So I think that the, 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 the thought process is that gaming cause violent behavior. Uh, well, I don't believe I, I don't believe that. I think that could be caused by the child. I think that's just instinctive of the child, not the, the gaming. Yeah. I mean, I used to play games all the time, and I'm like the most calm and nice person, unless you mess with my kids. So I'm just gonna- <laughs> and so, and, and actually, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled 
2011 that violent games do not cause youth to be to act out aggressively. And I kind of am. Yeah, what do you on. agree? Do you agree? I mean, I think that if that's all they're doing is it. See, I think it depends on a whole lot of things with kids. Um, I don't think I think at a certain age is that that should be introduced. I think that at a young age, kids shouldn't see a lot of that violence because it becomes addictive. And they, you know, it, it, it they may start like, for example, my son. OK, I can't say gaming, but if he watches Ninjago, which he loves too much, he goes around and tries to karate chop everybody. So. I'm sure that that influence of constantly seeing the guns and the blood and the anger and the violence can affect a child at that age. He's young. So I don't think that, that if that's the only thing they're doing for hours at a time and their parents are inter, you know, intercepting. Yeah, I guess it could affect. Yeah. Uh, I, I, but, I mean, I, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I think that violence, the, the, yes, seeing a violent act, unless it's, it's, it's in the right context, could cause a negative behavior. But also understanding that this is a game versus reality. And I think that's the difference. I think that people don't, I, I don't, I, I mean, I viewed a lot of things. I view a lot of movies and I don't act out those movies. And even as a child, I did. So I think it was my parenting. And I think Correct. that's what, that's what these statistics are saying. It's beyond just watching the game. It's the parenting. It's the reality. It's the mental illness that the child has. Because one of the things they found too, that in some of these violent acts, that people, uh, at one point, people were like the the Oklahoma bombing guy. He played a lot of games. So they're saying that at one point, everyone said, well, these games are causing that. Well, it, found, it comes to show that this guy has mental illness anyway. So we need to go beyond just saying um, that it's the act of gaming. It's probably the act of other things as well. The behaviors of a person. I agree completely. Yeah. Yeah. So here's some, uh, another statistics that might be interesting. 60% of middle school boys and 40% of middle school girls play games. Um, so sure. the, the rate, the ratio is more males uh, uh -huh. to females. Which and maybe that's part of the problem. I think that my daughter is probably, there's not that many girls. I was the same way that play the kind of video games she plays. Yeah, exactly. And when and she starts beating boys, that's when that gets them a little upset. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And as many as 97% of U.S. School, it, U.S. kids between the ages of 12 to 17 play games. 25%, this is what, this is where we're going with this. 25% of gamers are over their age 50. Now, these gamers are perpetrating, wow. <laughs> are predators, some of them. Some of them are not, some you know, because we game. I mean, well, I Pac-Man. Jay games. Um, <laughs> and she, you know, but some of these predators, this is a, a playground, you guys and listeners for predators, because they know that all kids, 97% of kids are on these gaming sites. What better place to find a child to be than this? Place? And then also their parents sometimes are using this to, to I mean, I'm not saying all parents guys. Because, you know, I'm one of those parents that let my kids play games when I'm watching them and they know my rules. But there's a lot of parents that, that trust that their kids aren't going to go into these online chat rooms or, you know, even on some of the, the Xbox and the Playstations. Um, 
I don't know about um, Nintendo systems because we've been um, an Xbox One and a PS4 family. Those have been our generational games, and then we do a lot of online gaming too. Where, like my Dr. Estelle says, there's a lot of um, accessibility to kids in the sense of chat rooms and then speaking over the mic. So these people, some go to the extreme of using um, voice um, changers, which is, is really scary um, to make themselves younger and then ask kids questions. Luckily, my kids are like, dude, I'm not telling you anything. Um, and hey, Jay. sometimes those young boys, too, that, that get aggressive. So I but, think we have a caller, Jay. Oh. Uh, Hi, caller. What's your name and where are you from? Oh, this is this is Keith from Los Angeles. Can you hear me? Yeah, how are you doing, Keith? Okay. Yeah, I've been uh, <clears throat> I've been playing games since the '80s, and my children grew up on on Nintendo and whatnot. And uh, I always have this this saying about exposing children to. Um, I know women have this thing about uh, thinking that these devices are innocent, <laughs> and that you, if you give it to them or you allow them into a network, that. Uh, it's controlled just like uh, you can control the environment. But you got to remember, if once you connect yourself to the Internet, you're connecting um, your child to billions of people, not millions, but billions of people all over the world. Correct. Yes. Yes. So true, Keith. And you're right, you, Keith. And it's around the world, too. Right. You just don't yeah, know what you're, you're it, talking it, to. It, and then you got to remember that um, once you connect one child to another is 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 uh, is early as seven or eight. You got to remember, it only takes one clever child to figure out how to break a break a program, and it gets passed around. Right. So, why do you think women are are, are less are more naive to this? I think women, well, because one, okay, like you said, it's it it acts as a babysitter. Okay, mm-hmm. it's one thing. Okay, if if I have if I'm busy and the child is underneath me and bothering me, it's a quick fix. It's physically, it's harmless. Mm-hmm. It was like give them a device and put them in front of a game, just like putting them in front of a TV. The only thing is the TV is passive and not active. Mm-hmm. So they 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 put the uh, the, the, the like a, a smartphone or anything else like that. They put it in the same realm as a as a television, but a television is a one way street. It brings mm-hmm. it's monitored and it brings children um, information one way. Okay, right. where, where is you know. Uh, as a, as a social device, it's interactive. It, it it's both ways. Right. So you're letting people in, uh, clever people in, as, as much as it's almost like putting a child on 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 a, on a busy street corner, pretty much. That's if it's unmonitored, talking. you're exactly right. Um, interesting. I love that the analogy that you get made to the television. The television is a one way. You have a choice of changing and and and, and getting uh, moving away from it. But what mm-hmm. we're talking about. The internet. To your point, there's thousands, billions, trillions of people that you're you're exposed to, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, that 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 exposure cannot be all good, and you interact with that exposure. That's you know that's why uh, I, I I know this is with my daughters. I said I do you know there's you know when they give them the phone, the, a tablet that's not connected to the internet is one thing where you can actually keep kind of track of. When you give them a phone, that's a, you know. <laughs> It's a whole different story. I don't like seeing babies with tablets and phones and stuff like that. I know it's a quick fix, and I've seen children as long young as eight months, eight months old have you know have the phone or the tablet to keep the baby quiet. 
rather than you engaging with the baby and you training the baby to keep quiet or behave themselves, Mm -hmm. it's a quick fix. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. I think it's that balance, right? And, you know, to go back to what Keith was saying, I agree in some ways that women can be more naive. Maybe the Mm non-gaming female in that sense. I think that people that at this age... You know, games have evolved so much from the 80s, too, I believe. I mean, they're so much more realistic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot more females that are actually in engineering and gaming. So I, I would say that, yeah, in the past, I do believe that. And there are a lot of moms now that I think are more aware mm-hmm. of the people that I deal with. And I know myself, I was gaming like yourself forever so i can't say all females because of myself i'm just so into technology yeah um but i will say that there's a lot of people that will use it as a babysitter Mm -hmm. and that's where Mm -hmm. i agree with keith that you can't use this stuff as a babysitting tool because you know your kid will be out on the street meeting somebody and you'll wonder where they where they went you know yeah 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 yeah, because uh what i i think is is that um a lot of people, a lot of young people, especially, uh, they're so in tune into their own social media. And, you know, it's like, <laughs> like well, my grandson has to tell my daughter, put down the phone. OK, mommy, put down the phone because she's so engrossed in it. It's easier for her to get him engrossed in it to basically so that she doesn't have to spend as much attention and awareness on him. Right. So that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, again, I think it's a balance. I think that the, the good, the bad thing is that. Mm-hmm. Predators have brought an increased awareness to a problem if you're not watching your child. Mm-hmm. The good thing is that we're now more aware because we, you know, um, you have now we know that you you have to watch uh, what your child is doing. Even on it's almost like when they were out playing, you mm-hmm. have to watch how they play. <laughs> it's the same thing as with the, the games. You have to yeah. constantly check on them and, and and ask them questions. I mean, I think I think not, everything starts with good conversation. And that's one right. of the things that people don't have. You, you have you have to really limit you have to really limit where they go and what they do as far right. as and the time that they're online because this is not new. No. I don't know if you guys ladies are old enough to remember AOL. Oh yeah, Keith, are you trying to give me a, a, a what? <laughs> are you trying? I I actually. Please. I was like, AOL account. I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you, you ladies, are too young to remember AOL. Okay. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, remember when, remember uh, the problem they used to have on America Online back in the early '90s with the with the chat rooms. Remember, AOL was the early chat rooms, right? Right. And they had the same problem. It's like the problem isn't new. It's all the problem is almost 30 years old. Yes, you know, yes. and I don't know why people aren't aren't aware. It's not something that's new. If you expose anybody, you know, because right. uh, I'm having issues uh, uh, with uh, women being cyber stalked, uh, say on YouTube right, right now, and these women, well, yeah, these are not. My children. daughter, my daughter experienced that. Her, mm-hmm. She was having a cyber stalking um, recently, and um, like you said, there's no. Um, what do they say? There's no background checks on the internet, right? No. So well, we're um, going to get into that. You there's alarming statistics on um, on uh, that we'll share also on not only IP addresses but 
how people are predators are going online and they use this thing called grooming. There's a new term for this now where there's a process of uh, the child predator gains trust of the victim by building a relationship with the child and then breaking it down their defenses. Because what children do is they communicate with these people and they get to know them and they start yeah. telling their personal right. things. And they say they're that they're their friends. They, they how they feel. And these people are not all young, right? So if you tell a person, oh, I get depressed a little bit. Well, why don't I help you? I can be your friend. And then these people offend them and then boom. Yeah. They're vulnerable. They're vulnerable. Yeah. That's why you, the, the the real the, the people that are in technology, okay, they severely limit their children's exposure to it. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't. You know, in other words, uh, if you ask uh, Bill Gates or or any one of the other people in technology, say like uh, Mark Cuban, okay, they don't get a smartphone until they're twelve or thirteen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, their their uh, access to the Internet is limited to an hour a day at best and maybe two or three hours on the weekend. And they're monitored. You're in the room with them because they know you know, they 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 because they work in the field. They know uh, what's out there. Yeah. And that's what we have to do. I think it, I think it's dependent on, on the expo. It's also a, because you're going to learn so much. It's also what. What conversations do you want to have with your child at this point? Because mm-hmm. you know you need to ha- before you get your child. This is my feeling, and Jay, you can weigh in on this. Before okay. you get your child on the internet, you I think you should have a lot of conversations with what's out there. <laughs> oh my gosh, I do, and I think that you for a while you should stick with them so that you can see so they can see the the things that happen because you know kids get bored and they play with the same person over and over, and they, that person's like. Hey, I'm, I have my mic. Do you have your mic? Okay, that's how it starts. Or do you have a webcam? I have a webcam. You know, it just it, it keeps building where you, you get to know this person, and because you're talking to them and building an emotional connection, you think that you know them better than you really do. Yeah. Well, thanks, Keith, for calling in. I appreciate yeah, thank it. Thank you so much, Keith. All right. All right. Thanks. thanks uh, well, Keith had some great... Um, some great stuff to share. I mean, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think that people can be naive. Um, I think they can, totally can be. And this process of grooming is, 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 is really an epidemic. They said in 2012, Microsoft, Sony, Disney, and Electronic Arts shut down the accounts of over 3,500 registered sex offenders. Operation Game Over is what it was called. So in oh 2012, 3,500 registered sex offenders were pulled off. Now, we ran into the tr- trouble, and we'll share our story, uh, right. and then we'll go into maybe next week the signs that you should watch out and how to protect your child. But what yeah. we saw was, um, our, Jay, share your story about what happened with uh, our, our, our... Well, you know, like he said, you know, um, I'm one of those parents that definitely monitor um, my kids while they're online, um, and also... Um, they know we have specific rules to follow when you're online, you know, no sharing personal information. Um, you know, if you're on the mic, you're around us and you know, it's just like, you know, it's basic conversation. Like, yeah, go, go. Nothing like let's get to know each other. Let's hang out. Uh, I'm building a real deep friendship because we don't know these people. And you can say on the internet who you are, just who you, you know, whoever you want to be. Um, so my daughter was experiencing where she, they have this um, private chat room and um, uh, there was this guy, a couple of guys, one of them went to her school, she knows, and, and he was 
amongst these guys, but he wasn't involved in this situation. He got mad and they both left the, the situation. But she has a gaming um, channel as well on YouTube. And uh, what she does is she, she records herself doing the games because she's really good for her age. And she's a girl, which is different because she's doing these fighting games. Anyway, long story short, uh, one of the guys um, got mad because she wouldn't. Uh, he thought she, she and that's why, that's why, like Keith said, you have to be careful what you have. She had a picture of herself on her old gaming channel. And, you know, she's a good, pretty little girl, or, or I guess teenager. And the guy got mad because she didn't like him back. So he was around her age, and um, supposedly. Um, and that's why I said, you know, you have to watch what you put up there. Um, so he started to cyber attack her and, and write all these racial slurs. And if you guys want to know exactly what he said, because we're on air, and I don't know if we should share this, but um, you can go to Strategic Ladies um, Facebook page. And I posted, we posted actually the context and the person's ID. So, you know, uh, um, so that they can get blasted and, and um, also the people at the gaming and the police are looking into it. So, um, anyway, he, he put a whole bunch of racial slurs, um, kept attacking her. And then, you know, being somebody of um, African-American mixed descent, our family already knows that, you know, this kind of stuff will happen. And, of course, it's so funny. These people get more aggravated than we do. We get mad because we don't want people to call us out our name, but... At a point, we know that it's going to happen at some point in our life being a minority. Okay, you know, exactly. let, me, let me interrupt you right there. You know, right. that it takes all of my religion. Just <laughs> all my religion. Oh, you know, it, here's the thing. Sure, I've been called out of my name, but you know what? Right. And, and you know, I've been told because I was African-American that I wouldn't be able to make a certain grade in school. You know, these are real things that we experience, you know, it, 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 and, and, and anyone that's African-American that says they haven't experienced racism must have a veil over their head that I don't know about. But bottom line is, if someone calls me out of my name, my first instinct, especially when it comes to my, uh, my children, my grandchildren, which happened with my grandchild, was to call them, out, call them back. But that, it, my mindfulness kind of leaves, leaves me at a point. So Jay, Jay is the calmer one. I am. Jay. Because don't Jay. don't get me wrong. Don't call me out of my name, and especially mess with my child. And I don't think it's okay by any point. But I don't like to give anybody power over me to make them think that they hit me. You see what I'm saying? Um, I, I, I Mom and I handle things differently. Well, I think it's a generational perspective, too. I think we were in such a defense mode. You know, James Brown, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. You know, uh, those type of things. We were just, we had to defend our culture. Right, right. To, you know, because, okay, one of the things that happened with this administration, and we'll talk, it brought out people's ability to say what they think. And it, it took a veil off of a lot of our eyes that racism didn't exist and it was gotten, gotten better, right? And, that, and that, that veil, I don't know how that veil ever was on some people's Yeah, eyes. but some people felt like that. They, oh, I mean, and, and, you know, we have gotten better in the sense of we now have, uh, we it, it wasn't blatant at one point uh, for some of us, you know. But what, what I'm saying is, and so back then, it was like, you don't go here because you're black. Well, yes, I do go here. And we were on the defense mode all the time because we had to protect ourselves. And we did, you know, by being, uh, and we were watching that movie yesterday, Jay. What was the movie with um, the new one out? Oh, God, I don't know. Oh, the oh. Co comedy guy. Oh, 
<laughs> with, okay, Marlon Wayne show. Marlon Wayne show. Oh, Marlon. It, but that's how sometimes we can be. You have to catch us on the right day, right? I mean, <laughs> Mom and I play Good Cop, Back Up unintentionally yeah. all the time. That's why we're a good partnership because sometimes I'm ready to throw down. I well, what, well my, and then sometimes yeah. she is. Well, I think, that, like I say, it takes a lot of mindful to stay in control. It does. It takes a lot of mindful, especially if you're a diverse person, because you're you're going to experience it. Well, you're going to see it. And the thing, and the thing is, is that the thing about it, too, is that there's a difference. And we need a show on this between nigga and nigger. <laughs> so when somebody is not of a, a minority standpoint says it as a negative situation in this negative sense, especially to my child, I'm going to hunt you down. And that's what I've been trying to do. And, and, um, and when we say hunt down, we, we don't mean uh, it's, it's not a physical thing no. unless, it's, unless they come physical. It's more of um, it's more of we've got to. This find is what I mean. I'm having every enforcement looking for this person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have and friends that are not. FBI. We have people that are police. We want to find this person because we are pretty sure that this person is not a young person because they're turning their stuff more sexual as well. So it, it's it's a predator situation. It's a predator situation. And and the thing about these predator situations, the behavior, we've got to go into a whole show too on behavior. What right. happens is they become friendly. Then they, if your daughter or son doesn't accept that, they become a little aggressive and then they get mad and they call out names. Then they come back. Right. So they come back and then, through this apologetic, so this this emotional roller coaster they're trying to send your kid in may can really affect them. But the good thing about for my situation is that my daughter got to see firsthand why I said watch out who you talk to. You know, because sometimes your kids can you know try to say, oh your mom's so your mom oh my gosh you're so protective blah, blah blah I am, but now she sees, and now the good thing about it she wants to wait to date for a long time. So thank you Jesus. Yes. yes. So I think I know Jay. You have to rush off the phone because she has another yes. point. We're gonna we have we only had a thirty minute show today, but I encourage you all to call back in next week because we're gonna talk about what signs to watch in your child. And this is a good yes. segue into it because Jay was just saying she has a relationship that causes her to be able to um, find understand and, and and get out of her child what has happened. Right. Right. Some people. Shows me everything. She kept all the dialogue. It's like you need to. Well, yes. But next week we're going to go more deeply. Oh my into God. What you We need do. to have how your child can protect themselves too in their situation and what they need to ask to get information of that predator. So next week we'll go through the signs, what your child needs to do, and how do you protect your child, and then some more resources that can help you. Jay, you do want yes. to talk, give a mindful thought before we end the call and. You know what, today we're going to have a little bit of a change and we're going to have Dr. Stella give a mindful thought. Okay, all right. My my mindful thought for the day, and I think that all of this comes to uh, being uh, able to understand vulnerabilities. Because um, if you understand where your child is, what things they're, what 
what things bother them and what makes them vulnerable, then you're better right. able to understand how a predator is going to intercept your child. So I think that the the the, the, the mindful focus and the the uh, thing that we should think about is is how to make sure that our children don't divulge their vulnerabilities to the wrong person. Because if they do that, they become a target for grooming and other things on the internet and on gaming. Good good one, mom. I, I love that. It's true. I mean, I, I do think that you should know your child's vulnerabilities and, and help them protect them um, in situa- from situations like this or to the best of your ability. Yeah. So you guys, thank you so much for listening to our mini show today and please join us next week same or at the, our normal time at 11 a.m pacific standard time um right here on inner light radio if you have any questions or can or any ideas make sure you guys write us at right the number two or w-r-i-t-e the number two at strategicladies.com and we look forward to seeing you next week make sure you call in 310-928-7733 bye guys bye Strategic Lady